Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Starting at 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, at Undercity Comics, keeping up with the nerds, issue 129. My name is Nick Valero. This is Brian. Renee. And welcome to the show. Hey. Round of applause for Nick, remembering the issue once again. Good job. It was it was really messed up because I had to look at Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look at Brian. You guys, I was going to beat me. Is he going to hurt me? No, I was like, oh, 129. <laughs> and I saw him go. Yes. yes, yes, it was. Good job. <laughs> Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? <laughs> Is that how you treat your dog? No. <laughs> Is that, is that why Joey... I don't have a dog. That Remember, it's a giant you know, rat. That's why Joey hates you. It's a giant rat. This is why Joey dislikes you. Dude, Joey and I are best friends. Joey I made a short film backpack. about him, all right? And he Put that link in cute. the description. And then he, <laughs> and then he You want to guys see Brian's little short story about Joey? Link down below. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And then he returned the favor by I got an a on that one. in your backpack. Yeah, he, yeah probably pissed all of his Christmas <laughs> presents, too. <laughs> He's like, hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. <laughs> That's what he does when he pisses on my pillow, man. Are you kidding me? He's like, <laughs> I want you to look at me as I do this. Dude, he's done that before. He's peed on stuff, but he looks me directly in the eye. Doesn't make con or doesn't break eye contact, dude. <laughs> until he's done. Yeah, until he's done. And I'm like, dude, what the heck, man? What did I do to you? Does he like shake himself off and then he keeps staring at you as he walks away? <laughs> no, what he'll do, which is super funny, is that he'll like lift his leg up, right? So, because I've caught him peeing on other things, he'll like pee but like not break eye contact. And the moment he's done, he just puts his leg down and turns around and sits and just looks at me again. I'm like, dude, what the hell did I do to you? What man? are you gonna do about it? Yeah, what are you gonna <laughs> do about it? Huh? You gonna clean that up? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he did. He's like, so what are you gonna do about the spot house? <laughs> well, I'm gonna pee on you now. I may not pay rent, but I own this house. <laughs> Guys, welcome to issue 129 of yes. Keeping Up with the Nerds. Go check out our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Follow our socials on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Go check out our audio platforms at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. And if you've not subscribed to our YouTube channel, why? I say why. It's because you're yelling at them. We'll go do it anyways. I want. I'm just waiting for somebody to play. Stop yelling. <laughs> Tone it me. down a little bit. Tone it down. The loud one is a little aggressive. When Brian stop. yells, it triggers me. <laughs> when Brian yells, it brings me back. Like the video. Comment down below. Mm -hmm. Let us know what you think. Mm -hmm. All the links to our socials in the description, yeah. wherever you're listening to it. Mm -hmm. With that, guys, we've traveled two weeks in the future. We're still wearing the same clothes as issue 128. Brian hasn't let us leave. Nope. We're stuck Season here. Susan has locked us up. We're like in yeah. Funko Pop boxes now. Yeah, Susan, That's where we live. Susan already threatened to kick us out. <laughs> she was like, "Listen, I don't mind you guys recording here, but you guys got to at least shower." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a shame. Stinking up the podcast room. Yeah. So <laughs> we have to get disinfected. This is a special issue. Comes in. This is a special issue, and I tell you why. We're going to be talking about news that has been coming out over the last couple of weeks, right? But we're also going to predict the news that will be coming out this week. Which is we're gonna be time traveling nerds, and that's how this is gonna roll. 
<laughs> Going through the time warp. <laughs> you done? <laughs> For a second, you saw. <laughs> Do, are you really I'm going always with this? Going with this. I don't know either. And then a little, and then you put like a little Brian jumping. I'm not gonna edit, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> What'd you get from Starbucks anyway? What did I get? Yeah, I got a uh, white chocolate mocha. Ooh. Cool. You know what I got for you guys? Bunch of pieces of news that has come out over the last couple of weeks. Well, so we're gonna go through them. Hit it out already. Well, I am. God. All right, so. You know who's been dominating the Newsweek? James Gunn and Peter Saffron. James Gunn just can't stop tweeting. So we're going to leave his stuff for last because it's interesting. In all fairness, before we get into that, I mean, a piece of news comes out and then everybody just goes to Twitter and goes like, I hate you, James Gunn. Yeah, basically. (laughs) And he's like, why are you ruining DC? He's like, like, why are you so angry at me? I'm trying Those to are the same this. type of people that are like complaining about the DC universe yeah. and how inconsistent it is. Well, because they now, want the Snyderverse back, but the same people that want the Snyderverse back also said, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, make up your mind. Nobody's happy. Nah. But we're going to talk about things that do make us happy. So we're going to start with the smaller pieces of news. Maybe things that you forgot over the last couple of weeks. We're going to start off with this. Trailers that have come out that are interesting to us. Yeah. Scream 6 came out with a small little teaser trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scream's not done. Wow. Yeah, and they're changing scenery now. They they're are getting no. out of Woodsboro. Wow, where are they going? The Big Apple. Whoa, New yeah. York, baby. New York, where stars are Yo, born. There's a scream killer out here. <laughs> scream and the giant peach. <laughs> scream and the giant peach. I, I'm just seeing scream like the ghost, ghost face race? killer running around chasing all those animals and James like, but, like, but it's all stop motion still yeah, it's, it's all stop motion <laughs> <laughs> no, and then instead of the bull it's the ghost face in the clouds and it's like, still a musical yeah it's still, dude, scream the musical dude scream the musical oh my god oh my god yes if we're gonna get that in, you know what? I wouldn't think pass if they do that in the movie. Like, Why don't we you know? write the Scream the musical, dude? That'd be hilarious. Like, it's so meta. That is our, that is our. That's our, that's our goal. That to, is to direct and Just write like Matt Stone and Trey Parker did Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. We got to write a musical. Is that the, is that the, is that the ladder? That's how we have to do it. If we want to be as good as them. And then we have to show up to the Emmys on acid. Oh, God. And in dresses. In dresses, yeah. But instead of acid, we do coke. You guys can do that. You don't want to do coke? Um, no. You don't want to do any sort of substance. <laughs> you don't want to drink On camera. <laughs> I'm not going to do it on camera. I don't want to admit. <laughs> I'm going to do that on camera. We're just we're just going to drink a couple of Cokes. My God. Why are you being so weird? Are you a Pepsi guy? No. <laughs> I'm an RC guy. Oh! <laughs> I'm you like Shasta Cola. Cola. Shasta Cola. Shasta Cola. I'm sponsored by Shasta. <laughs> Get Shasta. <laughs> so Scream 6 comes out with a small yeah. teaser trailer. We also get um, an announcement for Babylon, which just came out like two weeks ago now. Like a, I guess like it's a final trailer. Yeah. Because it comes out on the 22nd. Yeah. Uh, Weird because... December or November? Uh, December. January. December. December. We're still in December, bud. When are, are we, we going to see that? Who are nah. we? I know Andy wants to see it. Are we going to see it over it. break then? Probably. I'm okay, I'm down. I literally, I literally have two weeks off where I'm doing nothing. Wow. Oh, okay. So do we. We're not. We're, sure. I'll still. You don't here. work. <laughs> no, I do. Actually, do I? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like my schedule. He's yeah. like, no, I quit. I know. I'll still be here. <laughs> I'll still be here. I'll working. still be in the shop. Yeah. 
Just uh, on Friday nights, I just go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. I'm He's gonna be mad. looking out the Uber window, just like rain coming down. Just sad. It's like you think. <laughs> See, one of the one of those days he's gonna be bored. <laughs> one of these days he's gonna be like sitting he's gonna be standing at the at the shop and then I'm just gonna walk in. I'm gonna bug him all day. <laughs> and just gonna be here. I'm just gonna be here and just what's up, Renee? Remember we used to run a show? <laughs> you packing those boxes? <laughs> Board up those comics, yeah. yeah. Moving Ooh, on from Nick's back. creepy seal commentary. Oh wait, can I can I just record you from a distance? No, we're not. If okay, another <laughs> trailer that came out, 65. Maybe people haven't been aware of this movie because I only saw it advertised on YouTube. So I mean, this... Turok the movie? <laughs> so this movie falls in the category <laughs> of, of like ridiculous premise movies that are now being made along with like Cocaine Bear and um, what else? Like um, In any, in any, this should have been a sci-fi direct movie. Right? Sharknado. But it's a big budget a, movie. It's a big you got, budget version you, of like a Sharknado. Because you have the writer that did um, Quiet Place. The Quiet Place and you have Adam Driver attached mm-hmm. as the yeah. main character in here. It looks interesting. Well, it does a twist in inside of the trailer where the trailer is basically it shows us that Adam Driver is transporting People, Earth once again yeah. on the verge of destruction. And so then he goes Adam through Driver. some sort of like either portal slash wormhole. black hole, wormhole, and then just lands on a distant planet where we think it's an alien planet, but then to find out, psych, it's it's the 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 reasoning why it's called sixty five. It says sixty five million years into the past. Whoa! And it's like you know you see dinosaurs instead. It's oh like, my god! Well, it's kind of cool. So you have Adam Driver versus dinosaurs, and then he movie. finds one young girl that they have to go on an adventure yeah. to figure out how they can get back home. And then it gets weird because <laughs> then they have to breathe. No. <laughs> One man Stop! and one little girl. Oh my god! In Sixty-five. Sixty-five. That just got weird, dude. That did. Marriage story too. <laughs> it, it looks like an interesting premise of a movie. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. it looks fun. <laughs> It looks it looks interesting. Thanks for making that weird, Nick. Yeah. Uh, what, you did, you guys didn't have that thought when no, you first saw no, it. No, because we're not you. I didn't think of that right away. Yeah. I just thought I was like, okay, cool. We get to see dinosaurs. We get to see Adam Driver shoot at dinosaurs. I know, but why? But they're gonna have to procreate. Somehow. No, see here. No, but that's not what I'm thinking. <laughs> no, but he's got 65 people in that ship, so I don't think procreating is the problem. He only found one. They're all dead. No, Are we don't know dead? they're all dead. They're all dead. We don't know that. They're all dead. It's we 65 million that. years. So people were thinking, like, I, uh, I talked about it with the customer. He was thinking that it was 65 people he was tra- like traveling with or something. <laughs> no, it's 65 million years yeah. ago. Yeah. That's how you got to say it that way. Listen, you need a lot of red shirts for that, that movie. <laughs> you need a lot of yeah. red shirts. No one gets that joke except me. And Renee. Maybe. <laughs> and also the guy who was a red shirt. <laughs> the actors that play red shirts. Moving on. One movie trailer that did spark my interest. Barbie. Yes. Oh, you didn't see it. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Well, that's your fault, dude. We told you to. And you didn't do it. You said you were going to show it to me. That's no, true. I said you should watch it. You were watching Stargirl. I was. Yeah. Was, so whose really, fault is that? That you was a your really homework. cool scene. Oh, wow, this is great. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Barbie. It ends with Jay Garrick and them and they're in the future. That's pretty sick. That's, That's cool. cool. With Shade? So what about Barbie? 
Barbie had a cool trailer. Yeah, Barbie had a really cool trailer of an homage trailer <clears throat> to 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it was very, it was very uh, intriguing. I don't know why people are literally saying Barbie's gonna be the sleeper hit of the film. No, I'm so, I think <laughs> so. Like so, a lot of people are saying that. Like we, we are really undermining how great Barbie's gonna be. I, so, feel, I feel like there's gonna be a bunch of. I feel like 2023 is gonna be a weird. It's gonna be a really interesting year for movies. Yeah. Because we have the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yes. Which that I feel like is going to be a sleeper hit. No, like, I, I don't think so. I feel like Dungeons and Dragons has the opportunity. If done correctly, to be a Guardians of the Galaxy. If if it it Not has wrong. to be a home run of a hit, like it's gotta just knock it out of the park. I think it's gonna be one. like one of the better like nerdy movies. It's yeah. gonna be like out of like all the nerd movies that will be coming out. I think it's gonna be one of. The In order for this movie to succeed, it needs to hit a crit twenty, and but, it's not gonna. But it's gonna roll though, a fifteen. If you, if you can, if you can take the idea of Dungeons and Dragons no. and then add in Free Guy. Like a lot of the yeah. aspects of Free Guy, where it's like, where it's you know they, they know what's going on yeah. and everything else. Also, I think it would be so interesting if by the if the end of the movie is you find out that it is a campaign. Yeah, it's a bunch of kids playing. That'd be hilarious. That would be cool. Oh, yeah, um, it'd, be, it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. What about Barbie? Barbie, I think is gonna. I I agree that, that it looks like it's gonna be a sleeper hit. Yeah. I mean, Ryan you didn't Don- see the trailer. How do you know? I've seen photos. Okay, that's and there's a lot Ryan, of actors Ryan, attached to that. As yeah, well. dude, Simon Liu, yeah. Ryan Gosling is gonna be Ken. You got uh, which are Margot Robbie as Barbie. I mean, that's dude, when she winked, I was like, dude, that looks like Barbie. Yeah, I know, but my, they really uh, made her look like Barbie. Yeah. For for Ryan Gosling to play Ken, is that Will Ferrell? Yeah, it's Will Ferrell. Yeah, he's plays a toy company chairman. Apparently, that's what he's gonna play. Dude, are they gonna make a Lego movie but Barbie? I think that's what it is. Because I, I just don't want to I just don't want Oh yeah Barbie and Ken Come to life Wait So uh, Kate McKinnon's Playing Kate McKinnon No <laughs> Okay like, Sure Michael Sarah's in it Okay but we don't know America Ferreira Ooh Um Michael Sarah playing who Michael Sarah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else What's interesting about it Is that Barbie actually comes out Alongside another movie That's supposed to be releasing That same weekend I think What Which one Big Boom Boom movie Oppenheimer. Oh, uh, is it really going up against I think Oppenheimer? So, when is Oppenheimer? Wait, I so think Oppenheimer is... is July 23rd of 2023. Barbie comes out when? July 21st. So it, yeah. Same weekend. Oh no, it's July 21st for is Oppenheimer. It? No, it is not. Yes. Look up Oppenheimer. What's stronger, an atomic bomb or a Barbie doll? You know what the funny thing is? You would imagine that Oppenheimer would probably get it because it's Christopher Nolan, but. I wouldn't be surprised, dude. Uh, it's, yeah, July twenty first. Dude, same can we day. go watch Barbie first They're and the then Oppenheimer? Double feature. Spike Christopher Nolan. <laughs> I'm down. Honestly, <laughs> let's go watch Barbie opening night and then go watch. Oppenheimer. Oh, Matt Damon's in it. Who cares? It's Oppenheimer. The trailer came out. Oh, Florence Pugh is in it too. Yeah, so is Jack Quaid. Robert Denny Jr. He's in it too. Josh Peck. Josh Peck's in it. So that trailer came out. Oh wow! That trailer also That's came a out. Lot of cast. A That's lot what of I'm cast. saying. Like it's a, it's a. Wait, did you guys watch the trailer? Yeah. What? Oppenheimer. Yeah, it's good. We watched it in front of you. Why, how do you guys think it's good? It's Ra- just Rami Malek is in it. Okay, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Hartnett. Dang, dude. There's people really attached to this movie. Dude, you don't want this to happen because if the movie sucks, I'm gonna be violently is that, angry. Is that again. Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman. He has to be in it, man. As Harry Truman. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna ben be. Ben Affleck's in it. Oh! Uh Ben and Damon. Yeah. Ben and Matt. 
Are both oh, Alex movie. Wolf is in it? Casey's in it? Yeah, I'm gonna watch this movie, dude. Dude, this is okay. a. Do we watch this? Okay, but what do we watch opening night? Barbie or Oppenheimer? Both. <laughs> Double feature. <laughs> we'll just flip a coin, dude. Honestly, we go we go at seven. Actually, to I'm down to do we a double at, feature. We go at seven to Barbie, yeah. mm-hmm. and then right when we get out, we get like a nine thirty showing of Oppenheimer. Dude, there's like and a we lot finish of it all out. people in here. Like, I'm down. Actually, a double feature for one day. Yeah, yeah. Oppenheimer and Barbie. And Barbie. <laughs> That's such a big leap between genres. <laughs> <laughs> like we're gonna watch, we're gonna like. It makes sense. We would go see <coughs> Oppenheimer. Yeah, because we also review movies. But then just to be like, oh yeah, we saw Oppenheimer. Okay, what's the next movie's guy gonna go see? Barbie. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just want to walk in. Being, I want to walk into Oppenheimer, going like, I'm a Barbie girl. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fan. It's a fan. And then all of a sudden, just, <laughs> and then walk out of Oppenheimer just like, whoa. <laughs> boom. That Big was sad. Boom bomb, dude. <laughs> whoa. Or do you watch Oppenheimer first and then Barbie? We got to figure this out. Yeah, we'll, I, we'll figure I, it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll figure it out, but I don't know if I want to be bummed watching Barbie. You know what? Actually, maybe you know what? I do. I think yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Barbie's going to lift our spirits after yeah, watching Oppenheimer. Yeah. <laughs> we come out, Barbie's the better no, movie. Because, no, <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if that's the case, man. Like, I feel like we're going to go in. Okay, maybe not gonna... the better movie, but definitely more entertaining. Yeah. It's going to lift our spirits by the end of the night because sure. I feel like Oppenheimer's going to make us think because that's how Nolan likes to do it. Likes to make a second, uh, second no, guess. No, he doesn't. Yeah. No, he doesn't like making us think. He thinks he's smart, but he's not. No, he likes to make smarter he, than you. He, probably. He likes to let us like think of an open ending where it's wow. Kind of like, oh, a choose your yeah. own adventure story. Basically. Oh wow, I could just read Goosebumps then. Listen, dude. Who freaking at the, cares? At the I just like does not choose your listen, adventure. Listen, I yes, like watching. No, they had I choose like, your own adventure. No, just like it just leaves. Go look. The, choose your own adventures. Goosebumps, dude. Goosebumps? There was a different version of Goosebumps that were choose your own adventure. Yes, and it's a cool. It's a cool book it's series. It's a different no, version. It's yes, it is. I liked. There's Goosebumps, Goosebumps and there was Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventures. Yeah, exactly. And that was that's Christopher Why do you right keep there. pointing like I'm going to do something? Because you're I'm gonna not going to do it. it. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Keep finding <laughs> this Listen, I'm just waiting for that moment when I'm watching Oppenheimer at the very top of the screen. It just says, Oppenheimer will remember that. Dude, Oppenheimer looks great. The trailer made it look beautiful, but I'm like, dude, it's Christopher Nolan. I'm already going in there with the sour taste. Who cares? I, 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 I the thing is, I, I, which I think is so funny that you're, you criticize Christopher Nolan on his newer movies, not his older ones. Well, because Interstellar, he, Interstellar is my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, but it wasn't written by him. But the new, his newer ones are more like. Because his newer ones ethereal. are dumb. No, well, they're more ethereal and he's always trying to like up himself. Whereas if you just watch his old ones, they're just entertaining. Well, he doesn't need to go all timey-wimey and be like, dude, like this the, is how time works. I know like, how time works, dude. Like the like the Prestige is really good, Insomniac. Why are we, okay, we're not going to convince me about Christopher Nolan, okay? doesn't work that way. It's okay. Spider-Man Across the Universe, or Across the Spider-Verse. That trailer also part came one. out. No, it didn't have a part one at because the end that, of that trailer. No, because at the end of the movie, it's going to say part one. At the Because it does, it, it, in the very first trailer, it did say part one. Mm-hmm. It looks interesting. Yeah, it it's does. Supposed it, to, they're doing like the whole thing where like Infinity War came out and they're like, oh, we're not going to call it part one and part two anymore. But really, they are connected. Yeah, the yeah. Um, the idea. I do like this one because it looks like it's been a couple of years since the first one. Yeah. It also looks like Gwen has now they figured out that Gwen 
has you know they now they can travel through universes very easily with the mechanisms i am interested to see spider-man 2099 being more of not necessarily a villain but more of kind of like the antagonist mm-hmm. towards our miles morales is there a reason why we don't know. We don't right? know yet. I, I think it's. I was telling people. I think I see Miguel more as like the Doctor Strange character type, where it's like it's for the greater good, while Miles is like, well, we can do better. Well, he's always been like that in the comics. Yeah, yeah. and then not only that, but also because there is a scene where you get like it, what looks like it's a h- hundreds of Spider Men, mm-hmm. Spider Spider People, mm-hmm. because it's men and women and, pigs and kids. And <laughs> Jason Schwartzman plays spiders. the spot. In what? In across the across the Spider Verse, the spot, the villain that can like just throw portals and just go oh, through them. He's time. gonna be the main villain. Yeah, he is the main. That's villain. cool. The spot was supposed to be the main villain. I'm just not sure how he's the main villain because they've been showing Spider-Man 2099 a lot more. Yeah. So I'm interested. Ah, I bit my tongue again. Um, <laughs> I am interested to see how the spot's gonna like really. Oh, you know. one of the Lonely Island guys are going to be he's gonna Green be Goblin. goblin. That's cool. Oh, nice. He's going to okay. be a Green Goblin. Yeah. And then we have... Uh, what was the actor that plays Nick again? It's um, Nick and New Girl? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, Peter B. Parker. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. He's coming he's back. Coming which back. I like, can't wait. Which I is look. cool. You get to see him. He has a baby. Does but, he really? Yeah, he's yeah, holding a baby. Uh, he has a baby Bjorn. Bjorn. He, he has uh, a pack of diapers, a baby Bjorn, mm-hmm. and he has a, uh, was it a sweater over him when he, when he gets teleported into the so is this the universe where mary jane dies because you know spider-man sperm is too radiated or no no, clearly it was successful pregnancy because they have a baby good okay no no, mary jane's not dead no no and i i I feel like that is such a great way of like having it of you had him in such distress yeah what does it look like when he's happy Mm-hmm. When he's like fully fulfilled, <laughs> when they don't rewrite him for the fifth time, mm-hmm. depressed and broken up with. Well, I'm glad that yeah. they they didn't do that for because that's how that's how a lot of the writers do. Where it's like, oh, well, it was funny that he was depressed, but then you know he reconciled with his life. But then, oh, in the next movie or episode, we need to make him depressed. Again. Yeah, we're gonna make him depressed again. No, yeah. it's like no, we're no, he's he's, he's we successful. left him at a happy note. We're gonna continue going that way. Yeah, you know? yeah, because I think it would be so funny if he was just exhausted. That would be funny if he's just yeah. if he's 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 what happy as soon as like just like, so like Gwen is holding the baby just like he's on the ground, <laughs> he's on the ground just dead he's like, like yeah. I I do think that would be really yeah, funny I would love that or uh, what was it like he wakes up and he's just like don't Mary Mary Jane I, I got it I got it MJ I got it MJ MJ I got it and then like you just like you see him like thwip mm-hmm. <laughs> to turn off like an alarm or something like that and he just goes. Oh God! <laughs> Not the baby. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on from trailers, we got a couple of uh, announcements of releases that are coming out in 2023. Mm-hmm. Invincible season two finally gets a roundish release date. We it's just know it's gonna come out in 2023. Sometime in 2023, probably not the summer. summer. I, I think so. I would say it's a it, fall. It might be. It might come out in. I want to say either like March or April. Oh, you're being hopeful. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, they, I mean, they've been working on it for a while now, so I'm mm-hmm. assuming, you know. Well, keep in mind that people were assuming, even Amazon Prime Studios mm-hmm. was like, yeah, this probably won't come out for like a while. Yeah. And there was like even talks about it being canceled possibly. Mm-hmm. 
but why would, now why was it being, why, why I think it, it was work? certain actors, voice actors weren't attached to it anymore or something mm-hmm. like that. Or there was like scheduling conflicts. Bad. And mm-hmm. cause Ezra Miller was attached to it as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was like possible talks of like cancellation, but it was like rumored. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's good to see that it's coming out in 2023. I would have, if Amazon would have canceled invincible, he would have raged. No, I think I would have said that they were high. <laughs> no, that's true because no, that was a successful show. It, that that was a hit. It, it went all over. I mean, if anything, I think those are the. That's why the boys and Invincible, and like Jack Reacher and like some of those other shows are the only things that are really bringing people Man to in the high prime. castle. What What's great about the boys and not even Invincible, Man in the high castle What's great about the boys and Invincible is that it doesn't make fun of the superhero genre it breaks it in a way it embraces it and Mm -hmm. uses it as an influence that's the thing and it's great to see that because we're so used to marvel and dc just playing it safe and you know not being as you know so graphic or broad with the whole superhero genre is that when we see it in the boys and you know they just they kind of make poke fun at it but at the same time just embrace how ridiculous the, what, that. What do you think is. of the uh, the boys spinoff? Oh, was it G? Was it Gen Gen V? Yeah, it's like Gen V, where it's uh, it's it essentially fun. It's essentially My Hero Academia, but inside oh of my God, dude. no, Why that's you what reference it is. It to no, it is. That's anime, essentially dude. what it is. It's just You're adult so dumb. My Hero Academia. Who cares? Freaking <laughs> it's, what? Hold on, it's Michael my Hero B. Jordan. Academia, it's My Hero Academia inside the boys. No, who universe. cares? You know what yes freaking no? pisses me off yeah. is that freaking Michael B. Jordan basically said, "Oh yeah, Creed is influenced by what's that? What, no, what's just by anime or general. by anime? Yeah, yeah, screw that, dude. Why? Because why? Well, he's a no. huge anime nerd. Oh, that's that sucks, dude. I'm not a weeb. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, no, no you've gotta no. accept the fact that anime has a big sucks. stamp on culture it now. Sucks. No, anime it's, needs it's to leave. influenced a lot of stuff. Yes. Not here. <laughs> Our intro. Yep. Not, not, nope. Not at dude, all. Not influenced by anime at dude, all. None. It just so happened to be a coincidence. A coincidence? It's no, a coincidence. You were watching anime it when I came a... over that day. You were like, <laughs> you were taking notes. I watch Japanese cartoon, Japanese animation. That's what it is. He only watches the kind with tentacles. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, no tentacles, we no watchy. That reminds me of the deleted clip from The Office. He goes, I, it's called hentai. It's hard. <laughs> with Stanley. Where you find out why he's been looking at his like crossword puzzles book for so long. He drops it and it's just a bunch of hentai photos oh that gets like God. spread on the floor. Oh. He picks it up and he goes, I'm not ashamed. It's called hentai. And it's art. <laughs> <laughs> Alongside the Invincible announcement, we also get photos for Loki season two. Yes. Uh, so small pieces don't really have a lot not, of not a stuff. lot to you, go off of. You know what? I I think I agree with your March June because uh, you know what else is coming out? Hmm. Um, what is it called? Vox Machina. Vox yeah. Machina comes out in what? But do you want to oversaturate your your platform with well, two the, pieces the, of animation? The thing is, is that Prime likes to do it where back to back. Yeah, it's like once one show's done releasing, the next show will come out after that. Like they maybe don't like do the, two weeks. They don't do the Disney formula though. The Disney Plus formula is like once one's done, they release the other. When does uh, Vox Machina come out? I think it should be coming out in the end of January, beginning of February, if I'm not mistaken. I will say uh, Invincible season two comes out June or July. Uh, okay, that was uh, season one. It's telling me. So while you're looking that up, the I Loki. Do, I, I do think it's next month because the first season came out in January. So Loki season two, new images. Uh, January twentieth. Yeah. Okay. Twelve episodes. Loki season two. Did you see the images? 
I saw like him flying, like he was like he fell and stuff like that. Yeah. I, it just looks like one episode that they took screenshots of, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, like the most like you know not spoilerish kind yeah. of images. What it looks I, like is it does look like he's. In, it looks like the show will take place seconds after the ending where of Ant Man Wasp. No, of uh, Loki. Yeah. Because what it looks like is it looks like he's running in the TVA, mm-hmm. and it's moments after he just talked. He he just asked and he finds out that Kang is in charge now, mm-hmm. and it's like one of those things of like, wait, well, if you're not, if you don't work here, who are you? And it looks like maybe the TVA tries to arrest him, yeah, because they're unsure of who he is. Yeah, uh, we'll go into predictions at the end of the show, um, but that was announced there. Uh, a couple of pieces of announcement before we go into the James Gunn ordeal. Uh, Josh Hutchinson and Matthew Linlard, or however pronounce that last name, uh, mm-hmm. were announced as cast for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, which apparently is moving forward at Bloomhouse Studios. Finally, man. I thought that was that, a dead project, but then they announced those two actors, and I'm they, like, okay. Usually, when that happens, is because the contracts get about to expire. Expire, so they got to put it out. Yeah. So. so interesting. You really think the Five Nights at Freddy's are gonna? Yeah. So, if you watched Willy's Wonderland with Nicolas Cage, you can see. The concept of Five Nights at Freddy's has potential. Yeah, and it well, uh, Willy's Wonderland is a not really a good example, but at the same time, <laughs> you're watching it, but you're having fun of Nicolas Cage literally just beating the crap out of these animatronic uh, animatronics and stuff like that. And if you and then the thing is, I got into Five Nights at Freddy's through Mandy because Mandy loves Five Nights at Freddy's. He loves watching the Ma- she loves watching the Matt Pat. Yeah, that no ones. that and Mark Maplier as well too. Oh yeah. And um, I never got into the games, but when she told me the story, the story's actually really, it's really, really good. good. Yeah, yeah did you good. watch the last two uh, game theory videos? Yes. Apparently, he threw all that away because it said like none of the theories that were compiled over the last like like almost I think decade mm-hmm. of Five Nights at Freddy's lore like don't matter mm-hmm. or something like that because yeah. leading up to something new. I don't know. Well, Josh Hutcherson uh, has been cast as the security guard. Uh-huh. That's gonna stay there for five at Freddy's Fazbear's Pizza. Yeah. So he's playing that character, so, and I'm assuming Matthew Leonard is gonna play the guy that created the animatronics. So okay. I would love it if you were to make an evil version of Night of the Museum. Yes. And that would be mm-hmm. amazing. That if would be you, great. Yeah. If you literally made it where it's Night at the Museum, but you're stuck inside of a Chuck E. Cheese. Don't follow the story of the video game setup. I want an original idea. You could you could follow the premise mm-hmm. where he's he's hired, and you know where he has to stay there at night and stuff. Mm-hmm. And every night it, get, it like gets he's worse. There, it gets worse. Yeah, and that's where the Five Nights at Freddy's comes in. I would want also to them flesh out their own story. Yeah, and I want Josh Hutcherson's character to figure out every single night a, a little piece of secret yeah. along the way of why the animatronics are the way they are how the business went up in flames and stuff or why it's downhill and then or like him setting up traps and yeah. it could work because it could, it could work yeah, because could work. the franchise has like multiple different pizzeria locations mm-hmm. that have mm-hmm. existed throughout the years so it only makes sense that if this is a new one it could be based off the lore you could take the premise from Willy's Wonderland is when a bunch of teenagers do come in and just mess stuff up and yeah. those are your characters you kill off yeah that's your that's there your you gruesome go. that's your gore right there that's yeah. your red shirt mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's yeah that's your red shirt <laughs> your red shirt yeah. all right Nick. and josh hutcherson's trying to get him out yeah i can't like always just kill the main character i have people that i need to kill yeah. so that i can show that i could kill last bit of piece of information that has come out is that netflix has once again killed blockbuster 
the uh, Netflix series. What's his name? Um, just salt on the wound. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, Blockbuster? Is it called sure. Blockbuster? It's, I think. Uh, oh, I think it was called The Last Store. Or oh no no I think you know what I'm talking about right yeah, yeah, well, yeah they wait. canceled after season one did they it wasn't really? good it yeah, wasn't canceled. good no yeah. I mean I saw it it was it, originally it was supposed great. to be a movie and you know and then what was it called it's, it's called Blockbuster oh yeah they yeah. they killed off Blockbuster again they brought it back just to kill it <laughs> you know what it, <laughs> that's kind of savage dude you know what honestly it it's just it, it did you watch have, it I did no. I finished the whole thing you finished the whole thing was it good thing. no. Um, it's <laughs> Did not, you finish the whole thing? I watched it's, it's half not, of it. It's not as it's not as good as like Brooklyn Nine Nine. No, it's because that's how it was introduced to me. Where somebody was like, "Oh yeah, it's kind of like Brooklyn Nine Nine, but in a, in a blockbuster." I'm like, "Okay, that's kind of interesting," but it doesn't it it, it just doesn't have the same feel to now, it. it do they do like movie not movie references, but like do they talk about jokes? Yes. Like certain things in movies and yes. stuff. The best way to for me to explain this mm-hmm. is imagine Superstore. But in a blockbuster, okay. Except Superstore's funnier. But Superstore is, but the writers it's for Superstore clever. are mm. funnier, and mm. so are the actors. Is it the same people that did Superstore, or is it Brooklyn Nine Nine? Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Really, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't think they were like heavily attached to it, but it's yeah. like developed in the they same. They definitely, way. they definitely. I think they did a pass. Yeah, they probably did a pass at the script, and then they also got some of the same actors. Mm. But unfortunately, it doesn't have that. The thing is that it doesn't have. Um, what's his name? The guy who plays Jake Peralta. Oh, Andy, oh, Samberg. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Because the thing is that if you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Andy Samberg, there's some episodes where Andy Samberg carries that episode. Yeah. yeah. Or it carries the show. Yeah. Where well, it's, uh, like, the, the episode is he, okay. He's, he's a very, you know, he's he plays the idiot, but the thing is, is that he's a very likable idiot. Superstore has the same heart, too. way. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. Superstore's the heart. same way because uh, America Ferrera's character and, uh, what's her name? It's Amy and... Um, the guy, I forget his name. Oh, the new guy that was in the beginning of the series. Yeah, Josh or is it Josh? I don't remember, but yeah. they both carry the show. Yeah, yeah. There, the there's always yeah. like a main character that carries the show. Unfortunately, uh, what's his name? Uh, Randall Park. He's a likable. He's a likable idiot, but it's just not as not as fleshed out. It's not as fleshed out. Yeah. Not only that, but also it. You kind of feel sad for all these people. Yes. Jonah. Jonah, what's the actor's name? Uh, ben Fieldman. There it is. Like it, it's, it, it feels weird because you're talking because they're just talking about keeping the last blockbuster open, and like they're trying to do everything in their power to keep the blockbuster open, and they're running into like financial issues. They're running into oh now I have to pay uh, distributors, and they have to do all these things. Or the final episode was they the internet was knocked out. In the city. No, it's shoehorned in there. The There's internet. a character named Quentin Tarantino. Huh? There's yeah, I'm telling you, these references are like Tarantino. really forced in there. It's yeah. like, okay, I get Wait, what you're trying to Quentin do. Which was Quentin Tarantino? Uh, Tyler Alvarez. I guess oh, he yeah, his name was Quentin. Yeah. yeah, he was in American Vandal. I know that actor. Yeah, he was, uh, which are, yeah, he's in uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, okay. Uh, we do got to move on because this show is going to wrap up yeah. pretty soon. Um, so I'm just going to quickly go over the James Gunn news that has come out over the last couple of weeks. And uh, we'll talk about it afterwards because James Gunn just can't stop, man. He's just making DC relevant in the news basically every week, tweeting a bunch of stuff and letting us know. So I don't think it's so much as him. I think it's more the fandom just being so loud. Okay. He's really sure. trying to put out fires. Yeah. So he tweeted out this last two weeks or two weeks ago at this point um, after the news that Henry Cavale would no longer be coming back as Superman. Yes. 
but they are in talks with him to come back and reprise a newer role. I think we mentioned that in issue 127, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that he basically wasn't going to come back, uh, that they were going to be bringing back a younger Superman, and we assumed that, I at least assumed that it was going to be Smallville, maybe, like a Smallville-esque show. Uh, you guys have your own opinions. Go check out issue 127 for all that information. Mm -hmm. We talk about Gunn there. Um, also... What else was there? Uh, Henry Cavale and Gal Gadot's cameos in the Flash movie. They're done. Yeah. They're not on there anymore. The, yeah. So they're moving forward with it. Can you pull up the tweet that I sent you on oh, uh, yeah. on Wait. Messenger? And I can go oh, ahead and read that so out. So they cut them out of the movie? They cut them out. They're cameos, yeah. They're not in the Flash movie anymore. Mm. So everything that we thought about the Flash movie, I don't think is going to... Be. See, that's the weird thing, though, is that because with all these changes, I don't really know what the Flash movie is going to be. Like, I don't know what it's going to be about. I don't know what it's going to be. You want to read it? Or you want yeah, me to read it. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a little confused on everything. Because that, cause that's what we were talking about earlier when we were talking about Blue Beetle and so, you know, Aquaman and so all these others. The main thing that fans are saying um, about these cancellations and these you know um, people not coming back to reprise certain roles is that then what's the point of watching the other DC movies now? What's the point of watching Shazam? What's the point of watching Flash? Which is kind of true. That's the thing. Is like, why am I getting the hype to go and see these movies? It is now done. Mm -hmm. Which I can see what people mean, you know. But at the same time, I still want to see the Flash movie just for what it was. Just for because you followed it for so long. Yeah, and like I've been so emotionally invested into seeing the Flash movie, I'm still gonna see it regardless, you know, even if it stars a terrible person, you know. So. But I, I don't know. I, I'm more of. Would, would you, would you do it if, uh, was it, they do the Try Guys thing and they just like put a pink elephant <laughs> just over, put, his over, face. over his face and stuff, or maybe just like Grant Gustin's picture over, like, yeah, just Grant yeah, Gustin's face. It's just a smile, like <laughs> it's just <laughs> tracking, like oh, tracking the, the body, but yeah. it's not using. <laughs> it's, the, it's the picture of yeah. uh, of Grant Gustin over Oliver Queen's grave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, so alongside yeah. that, um, Ray Fisher, who was the actor that played Cyborg, yes. right, basically he's, called out James he's, Gunn. He's got a bone to pick with Warner Brothers in DC in general. And he's yeah. still going with it, and he's basically saying, like, you know, it's kind of funny that Gunn is putting a face on Twitter and acting like a good guy, but yet he's coming out and supporting people like Josh or uh, Joss Whedon and his I think, antics. I think it's, I see what Ray Fisher means as his own experiences and stuff like that. That's his opinion, which it's a very valid opinion, which is great. I'm not saying that it, not what happened him. to him, you know, is not, was, you know, you can just brush it off. But I'm saying, I'm then, I'm, then I'm not defending James Gunn's, but I'm just saying James Gunn had his own experience with J, uh, Josh Whedon and is only going off of that. Yeah. yeah. And so, I think even in the reply tweet, he mm -hmm. puts, uh, I didn't have a right to speak because I was talking from my own experience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And now me looking back on it, I feel like I sh it, w it wasn't my place to communicate that. No, that's true. Exactly. Yeah. He also said that his tweets, because uh, I guess some of the tweets were missing mm -hmm. that he was uh, talking about. And he's like, oh, it's funny that you're trying to cover up all this stuff. And James Gunn just said, like, look, my tweets get deleted after yeah. a while. So, yeah. you know, like, there's nothing I could do in that mm -hmm. sense. That's just yeah. how that works. Well, he tweeted out a response, basically, to all the haters that don't have you know, faith that this is going in the right direction. And he basically says, one of the things Peter and I were aware of when we took the job as heads of DC studios was a certain minority of people online that could be well uproarious and unkind to say the least. 
Our choice for the DCU are based upon what we believe is best for the story and best for DC characters who have been around nearly 85 years. Perhaps these choices are great, perhaps not, but they are made with sincere hearts and integrity and always with story in mind. No one loves to be harassed or called names, but to be frank, we've been through significantly worse. Disrespectful outcry will never, ever affect our actions. We were... We were aware there would be a period of turbulence and when we took this gig and when we and we knew we would sometimes have to make difficult and not so obvious choices, especially in the wake of the of the fracturous nature of what came before us. But this means little to us in comparison to our jobs as artists and custodians and helping to create a wide and wonderful future for DC. Someone then says, who knows if it's true, but recasting all the main DCU characters, but keeping some. I don't know how he wrote that, but whatever. Will be interesting how Peacemaker and Suicide Squad characters actions uh, characters slash actors live on, but the other don't others don't particularly when they have all interacted together. This guy wrote it real weird. He replies to that by saying, "I'm I keep seeing posts with this untrue theory. We're not recasting everyone except the Suicide Squad." Which is, that's fair. Mm-hmm. It's a movie he did and put his own time and effort into doing after getting casted out by We're Marvel. not recasting everyone except the Suicide Squad. Yes. So they are recasting the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. You know, because the Suicide Squad's always been like a very, because he had it kind of connected to mm-hmm. uh, the original, but then not really. Yeah. It was weird. So, I don't know. That's the thing is when it came, see, you have a lot of people that are loud and you know trying to say have a voice and saying like you know we this isn't right you shouldn't be doing this you know and stuff like that when you know warner brothers was the one of the bad things about the early dceu was people always bad mouth man of steel people bad mouth batman versus superman because the fans were so loud and look what happened to justice league because the studio listened to the fans listened to the to the you know all the critiques they backpedaled a lot and they yeah. course corrected too. yeah and it ruined justice league yeah you know and james gunn is on here saying well we're not going to do that we're not going to backpedal we're not going to we're not going to essentially take what you guys say a lot we're just going to keep going we're going to go with it you yeah know? which is fair i love that i love that he's, he's be being that. very vocal about this which mm-hmm. is good it's like I, this is what i like about what's going on with this entire mm-hmm. studio right james gunn is all in He's yeah. saying, I am putting my foot down here. Yeah. It will work. You have to trust me. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. Yeah. So he's literally putting himself on the target willingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just kind of. He's putting them both. He is. And he's yeah. like, look, if it doesn't work out, come after us. But if it does, yeah. great. Let's put us something out before exactly. you guys but, critique it. But that's the thing, though, is that you have to give them the same amount of freedom that we gave Feige and MCU. Yeah. Favreau. No, Favreau, yeah, Favreau, Favreau, yeah. with uh, with all of his Filoni, yeah, Josh Whedon, you know, they all had an Filoni. idea. Filoni, which all Filoni hasn't touched anything. In, well, no, Filoni Star helped, Wars. Well, well, yeah. well, Filoni had helped in the first Iron Man movie. Like he he did have a lot of say. Oh no, he, what I was thinking about wait, was like Dave that. Dave Filoni. Oh no, sorry, I'm thinking John Favreau. That's no, 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 John Favreau. John Favreau. I'm saying like Dave Filoni had like that jump into Star Wars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, is, what, yeah. yeah, you need you need to allow the, these artists the time to you know come up with a game i not really even come up with a game plan but just present their game plan Mm -hmm. they're going through and they're trying to see okay so what's your schedule looking like okay well we wanted to do a superman movie and we wanted to have it ready for 2025 
what you have planned. That's another thing is that people don't realize is that, you know, they have different properties that they need to put out projects for. You know, one being Superman is like, okay, we need to put out another Superman movie soon. But it probably wouldn't be out until 2025, 2026. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's the, that's the window yeah. that to make a movie. Cause James Gunn's writing a script for Superman specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is very interesting. Which like, is good. I love that. That's how much involved he is. He's, he is, he is a uh, person, not just like how Kevin Feige is. He just tells an idea and just like, okay. It's it's the director's job to get there. He you know he's doing the Favreau way, mm-hmm. which is he set up a character, mm-hmm. and then he let that character be the spark to light everything else up, yeah. which is what happened with Iron Man. Because if it yeah. wasn't for Iron Man mm-hmm. and John Favreau for mm-hmm. making that movie, mm-hmm. we would never get the MCU and everything that came with it. And you can tell that that's what James Gunn wants to do with Superman. Mm-hmm. He wants to have Superman essentially be the beacon of the new DC universe, yeah. which that was the original idea. He mm-hmm. was supposed to be the beacon of hope. And then it got dark. Like it just went. Yeah. Zack Snyder super... went a different direction in his own ways. But at the same time, you can tell that there was a plan for it, but at the same time, it just, it, it didn't land it well. No. Yeah. There's different elements that he changed up. Like one in particular for me, one critique I still have is that the whole atmosphere thing. Where it's like, okay, yeah, that's how, you know, he loses his powers when he's in a different atmosphere. Yeah. Like, just stick with the yellow sun. And, like, it's, and it's gray. Yeah. Like, it's it, like the movie, like, especially oh, Man yeah. of Steel is just so gray. Yeah, the suit, the original suit is just so bright and vibrant, but it's like that, that gray dark palette. little, yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen somebody uh, take that off? Yeah. And then like just brighten up the, sh- the movie Man of Steel? A lot better. And, the, and the movie just. Yeah, just but it doesn't look like a Zack Snyder movie. That's true. Okay, yeah. but here's my thing, though. I feel, I really do feel that Zack Snyder was the wrong person to go to. I think that, uh, no, he was, because here's the thing, though. He did Watchmen, and they were like, wow, Watchmen was so good. Yeah. And everything else. He did a superhero movie. He did a superhero movie, and it did well. Mm-hmm. It didn't, but still people had problems with Watchmen. People still were like, uh, that's not really our Watchmen, or oh, it's too close to the comics, or it's yeah. not close enough to the comics. And people were still having problems with it, and then they still went, okay, cool. Well, let's give him, uh, let's give him ba- uh, Superman, and then Nolan's going to help him out. Like yeah. Nolan's gonna be there to course correct on the worst case scenario. <laughs> yeah. He because he already up. did. Because Nolan did a DC movie already. He did Batman. Yeah. He already did Batman. That's such a weird combination. Now that I think about well, it, well, it's you it's, gotta think it's Warner, weird people to put together. Yeah. Warner Brothers at the time, I feel like the executives at Warner Brothers just really didn't want to put their own work into putting it and just having people that already did a project. I would say that the way Warner brothers wanted to make a movie, especially a comic book movie is they wanted to make it into a piece of art. They said like, look, we got to make the best cinematic experience possible. Like, but even think think about it. Cause like if you hired Zack Snyder to direct the movie like that, right. Mm -hmm. You made man of steel a very dark gritty, but very interesting movie to look at Mm -hmm. because yeah, the Watchmen, but also 300. What was was that other movie? Was a sucker punch or whatever. He also did did that one after man. Steel. He did, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, but look also, at those movies. It's Sucker Punch. I mean, it's Sucker Punch. Yeah. Like, but you know what I mean is that there's a it's pretty diff- bad. Yeah. <laughs> but there's that a, movie didn't even make a sucker its punch. It was a sucker punch to the viewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but think about like that kind of like that kind of uh, directing style, yeah. right? And then you get someone like Christopher Nolan who successfully made a trilogy of Batman movies that people loved because the story was good, apparently. But I feel like Zack Snyder, I feel like what Warner Brothers did is they went, cool, Zack Snyder's the nerd in the room. 
Zack Snyder yeah. is our go-to nerd. He knows what he's he knows what they he's talking him, about. Like, what like what comic books have you read? Oh, I've read The Dark Knight Returns. I've read you know the, the same thing that every yeah. single basic basic bitch comic book yeah. <laughs> like, book reader like that's has your, ever read. like like if you're getting into Batman, that's like the stuff you read because like it sounds cool. Yeah, like yeah, if anybody yeah. were to ever go, oh, what should I start with Batman? It would be those the the movies that he did Batman stories for are on like the top five yeah. of like I'm going to start reading Batman stories. Yeah, and to just kind of get that. Not only that, but also they need to change the Bible. Have you heard about DC's Bible for Batman? No, it's just oh, yes, yes, yes. It's a lot of it's a lot of the Dark Knight. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of Dark Knight Returns. It's a lot of this, but that was also because it was set up by people who probably shouldn't have built that Bible because it's built by uh, Schumacher. There's pieces of it from Schumacher. There's pieces of it from, uh, what was it from? uh, What's his name? Um, Burt. Which one? Tim Burton. Yeah. There's also uh, some from Christopher Nolan. And then they just amalgamationed this thing out where they were like, okay, it has to have this, has to have this, has to have this. Which I feel like if people just go off of just what they've seen in those movies and that's your, that's your essential Batman Bible is like, that's really bad. Yeah. yeah. That's not, that's not good. Yeah. And there's, and, and there's a lot of other stories to tell with Batman that don't have to do with murdering his parents again or him being a, a lunatic. Mm. I feel like Matt Reeves got that book. He was like, they gave it to him like, this is what you do. And he's like this. He's like, yeah, no. <laughs> Heck, he just gave me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then he just, and then he probably went into the DC archives and went like, "You mean all of these other comic books yeah. that I could pull from?" <laughs> and then they, he, he, they were like, "Oh no, you can't do that. Like Batman can't be a detective, and yeah. he can't, he can't do this." And it's like, uh, he, like the Warner, like Warner Brothers. You see Planet of the like, Apes. Wait, yeah, yeah. And it's so like, like, oh, I'm gonna do whatever I want. Yeah. Oh my god, that's what I. Okay, so. I'll fight that's you. that's something I was thinking about. I'm gonna wrap it up because we do have to wrap up this point. But going back, we talked about Avatar in issue 128, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking about this, and I forgot that now that you mentioned the Batman, right? Yeah. You know how in Avatar 2, it's the Navi versus humans, mm-hmm. and supposedly you're supposed to feel good about the Navi's because humans are just giant dicks. Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking about it. I'm like, how does James Cameron not understand that in order for us to feel really bad for the things that humanity's trying to hurt, mm-hmm. you have to give us a good enough reason to side with the opposing view, like with the opposing, you know, force. Okay. And I was like, James Cameron thinks that this is really good, but Matt Reeves did it so much better with the Planet of the Eight movies. Oh, the last yeah. two. Oh yeah. Oh, with the, with humanity just being monsters. Yeah, yeah. and the, the apes, apes exactly. Yeah. And then the apes just totally revolting, and you were like, "Do it! We don't deserve to live anymore. <laughs> yeah. Kill us! Yeah. Kill us! Just murder him! Mm. Execute him! Snap his neck! Yeah. I want him. I want you to take his arm and beat him to death with his own arm. Yeah. That's I what want I want you to see. eat his face off. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But, but like Matt Reeves did a great job there. After watching Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. I think it was War and uh, War and, and Don. Uh, Don, that's right? What did, that's what, those are the two he did. Freaking great! Like those yeah. are those but, are fantastic movies. I had no trouble believing that he was going to do a great and, and, job with but, the Batman. But here's my thing: I think that they need to start taking that that concept of they just need to write a good movie. And then be able to slip in a superhero into it. Yeah. And then go, okay, cool. We're going to write this really interesting movie about, uh, was it, like, it would be really interesting if it was a movie about Clark Kent being a reporter. Yeah. 
Yeah. That would be so interesting of him having to hide the fact that he's Superman and he's like keeping it from everybody, but he's also like he's trying to save the world, but he's like he's un- he's deep undercover investigating, you know, crimes in the White House yeah. or something else. Mm-hmm. That would be a really compelling That'd be really movie. Cool. Yeah. That would be he's a like super investigating com- Lex Luthor. He seems he's scheming up to something. Yeah, yeah and then it's yeah. like, "Oh, well, like I know that Lex Luthor is doing this, mm-hmm. but I have to find proof because I can't tell everybody that I heard him mm-hmm. with my super hearing. I can't tell anybody, so I need to figure out how exactly to prove this. Yeah, yeah. You, see, and, you see, like him dressed up as Clark Kent, breaking to Lex Corp and just kind of like taking pictures. That would be like, so he's interesting. Super strength to break open a door. Could you imagine uses his X-ray to find more, past more Clark Kent? Yeah. Could you imagine yeah. Spotlight, but with Superman? <laughs> yeah. That'd like that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so cool because That'd then be you cool. can you can see that Clark Kent is also a hero and not just Superman. Like he can do just as much good mm-hmm. in as the Clark. glasses yeah. as in the cape. And I think that would be such a cool movie. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean though. They need to make more of those of those like kind of existential but like also See and I feel like James James Gunn, I was going to say James Cameron. <laughs> James Gunn knows that. And I think he he does a great way of giving us characters to just instantly like. Like he did that with Peacemaker. He took a character that was like super terrible in the Suicide Squad movie, and we absolutely love him in the Peacemaker and show. Gave him a great pet. Yeah, and, and he he's gave kind of douchey. That, and... that, but he fleshed out his story. They mm-hmm. showed why he the way he is from his dad, and he has trauma from you know accidentally killing his own brother, and why he pushes away people. You know, like there's reasons why he they're, acts. The they're way not. He does. They're, they have levels. Yes, they're, they're like an onion. Yeah, <laughs> but not yeah, an ogre. Yeah, <laughs> but and and that's and that's what I'm really hoping for. So, guys, if you are the people that are kind of giving, they're James not Gunn, listening to this. Okay, if you are upset about the way James Gunn is setting this up, shut or up, or anything else, no, I I don't think shut <laughs> up. So I'm saying I'm just saying give them time. And shut up. Let's at least see what their game plan yeah. is. Because right now we're judging them on, hey, this is, you know, this is what we know and we're getting rid of it. Yeah. And we're and people are, are, are scared of what they don't know and how exactly that's going to affect the future of DC. But these are two competent people, two competent filmmakers and writers. I'm pretty sure they're going to figure out, okay, I think that this actor is going to do a really, really good job as this superhero and they're going to be able to fulfill properly usher us into the new uh the new era of dc this isn't the first time that we've scrapped movies in D- at dc and started it over in the universe mm-hmm. or done anything else so please give them time let them do what they've got to do and then let's see what they have i mean if we did this when you know kevin feige was doing all of like the iron man movies and everything else and people would have went you're you're hiring Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. to be Iron Man? What are you high? Well, there was that hate because they but, didn't. But the internet wasn't but the, as big as the it internet was. wasn't as big as it was. Yeah. Not only that, but also that was coming from the studio. But you also got to keep in mind that James Gunn is tweeting, and Twitter is like just a hellhole when it comes to cri- That's like true. criticism. I think if anything, he should stop focusing on Twitter. Yeah. And just more of a line, just put out a statement. Dude, imagine if you did a James Gunn newsletter. I'd I, be subscribed to. That. I I would. You know what? Honestly. If he did it like Stan Lee, oh, and it was, boxes? and he he would do it as like uh, James Gunn soapboxes, 
I would I would totally subscribe to that. Five dollars yeah. a month. I would do that. Heck yeah. 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 Or if you already have HBO <laughs> he Max, he makes an OnlyFans, but it's only like that. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> that, <laughs> on it yeah. right now. Honestly, <laughs> like, I'm gonna go on OnlyFans. What do you mean? I'm gonna. I would. What James Gunn posted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I really do think uh, you know. Boobs, but I, boobs, boobs. Oh, there's his post. <laughs> I, I totally understand James Gunn trying to respond to this though, yeah. because I, because how would it be? Remember, you still have those studio you heads gotta wrap this up, that are nervous. Up. You still have those studio heads that are nervous when social media starts giving backlash. Yeah. Well, that's so, why I feel like James Gunn had to say what he said was like, we're not going to give in. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I'm pretty sure he was getting pressure on his side too Probably. of, hey, are you sure this, these are good ideas? People are backlashing. Maybe we should stick to it. And it's like, no, we're yeah. not. Not gonna Warner Brothers it up, okay? Yeah, <laughs> like, you, just, you yeah. just stick to what you're. You you stick to giving me money. Yeah, just give me the money and let me <laughs> worry about it. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> and like let me let me do what you hired me to do. Yeah. And he, I, he goes to the water tower, unleashes the Animaniacs, <laughs> and they're the ones. Sick them! <laughs> Get them! <laughs> You see an episode of the Animaniacs yeah. when the, the board members are all tied up inside the water tower, just. <laughs> <laughs> You just leave him with a nurse and he's just like, goodbye. <laughs> and with that, we're going to wrap up issue 129. It was short, guys. We're still on break, uh, but still here delivering content for yeah. you guys. Go check out our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com for all the up-to-date information. Find us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Check out our uh, audio platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Bodbean. And if you've not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please go subscribe. This is a more quieter voice because apparently Nick says I'm too loud and angry. So there you go. Subscribe. Go hit that subscribe button and like the video. Leave a comment down below. Thank you. It was, yeah. it was the viewers. There you go. All right. Are we wrap this up? Yeah. Actually, one piece of news for Lewis, if he's still listening okay. this far in. What's up? Moment of silence for Ash Ketchum. He's finally ending his journey after 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ash Ketchum is Good finally job. retiring. Uh, just Pokemon. a bit of information on that one. January, they will be releasing an 11-episode miniseries in Japan, which will be coming over here, where it says, I Choose You, I think is what it's called. Mm. It's going to be It's gonna be a farewell to Ash Ketchum. Yeah. And you're supposed to be able to see old characters. You're supposed to meet up with his old uh, companions. I was telling uh, and Brian, like, I want him to uh, rekindle... With muck, with his muck. Yeah, like, yeah. I want to see that. I also want to see his, uh, his just all the Tauros. Because he has like saying goodbye to the Tauros. He has like five Tauros, one Tauros, two Tauros, three. Supposedly, uh, the newer series because they're bringing two new protagonists mm-hmm. into the new uh, Paldeo region. Yeah, it's supposed to be the daughter of Ash Ketchum. Really? That's There's the a theory. theory. That's the theory That's because the she theory. has a hair clip that has the insignia of Ash's first hat in the first. Season of it Pokemon. also could just be we gave her the clips because she's the main character. Exactly. Could so be. That could be it too. Farewell to Ash Ketchum. Thank you for 20 years of memories and congrats on being a champion. Yeah. Finally. So sad that for... you didn't drink your milk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all, those a po- all those Pokemon you That Moo Moo milk. For your yeah. own game, man. How, how would you feel if by 12 you died six times? <laughs> like you died six <laughs> times by the time you were 12. Oh my God. You'd already traveled He's the still world. Ten years old, man. Yeah, you yeah. travel the world, and you you were a failure in every single country. No, top sixteen, except one. Top sixteen, top eight, top four, top eight, runner up, top eight, somewhere else in there, and then champion of the Alola region, yeah. and uh, champion of the world in the Nova region. Wait, Listen. so Ash was ten years old. Yeah, yeah. How, how, how old was Misty? Or Kalos? Not you, no, wait. Yeah, he's, Unova, he's champion right? of the Kalos region. How old was Misty when they met? No, it's not. He, he was he was twelve. Kento, or, Jodo, Ho, how old was Sinnoh. she though? 
She's like Genova 15. Kalos. She's 15. How old was Brock? Brock is like 18, 19. So there's an adult. Let's <laughs> just travel. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap this up. Brock, oh, just boy, just boy, hitting on nurses we, and, dude, and cops and cops guys, in front of we got minors. It, we got it. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. Why do you think he never hits on Misty? Nick. Wrap it up. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 129. My name is Nick Valero. This is Brian. Renee. Signing off from Undercity Comics. We'll see you all next time. Happy New Happy Year! Year! Happy New Year! Don't throw anything, Nick. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.